When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, another Illinois basketball player is gone. R.J. Melendez has answered the transfer portal, along with Sky Clark, Jaden Epps, Coleman Hawkins leaving to go to the NBA. So it's just one after another have decided to go into the transfer portal from the University of Illinois men's basketball program. R.J. Melendez, it wasn't a huge shocker um, that he did enter the transfer portal. I don't think it was going to be a shock either way if he left, didn't leave, because um, he, he had kind of an up-and-down season as his sophomore season. Um, he started off kind of rough, and then near the end of the year, started to really kind of find his game, started to, to play the way we all thought that you know he was capable of playing. Um, he entered the transfer portal on Monday, um, again, joining Jaden Epps into the transfer portal. Um, he started 18 games for Illinois uh, this season. He only averaged six points and 3.5 rebounds. He struggled as a shooter. He only shot 37.6% from the field and 26.4% from three. He was a four-star prospect. Um, we were kind of waiting to have his breakout sophomore season. He started 10 games this year. Um, in the games that he started, um, he averaged eight. Point eight points while shooting 47.6% from the field, uh, 36.1% from three. Um, but then the rest of the year just kind of dropped, so it was up and down, hit or miss. Um, he ended the season well. He scored 10 points in the second half against Arkansas and then play tournament, four for eight for field goals, two for three for um, three-point line. Um. So what does this mean for Illinois? Well, before we talk about what everybody's going to be talking about when they see somebody transfer from 
U of I is they're going to be in the market. Now they got to replace Sky Clark guard. They've got to replace Jay Nepp's guard. They've got to replace, unless Coleman Hawkins comes back, he has kept his eligibility from going to the NCAA or uh, the NBA draft, excuse me. Um, now they got to find a way to get a wing that can score. Um, breaking today, as well as we record this, um, uh, Senori Harris, I said his name wrong. He has put on Twitter that he is coming back to University of Illinois uh, to continue and be a sophomore next year. Um, and then Luke Goody is going to be coming back. Ty Rogers hasn't said anything, but I, you know all hints that he could come back. They're still waiting on Shannon. He cannot. He could decide not to go to the NBA and come back. Uh, Terrence Shannon has not decided. Right now, Illinois has four open scholarships. Um, out of the 2021 class, only Goody remains. Melendez has now left and paused, had transferred as well. So what does this mean for Illinois? It means that they need to go find a wing. So now Brad Underwood has to try to replace some guards. He's got to replace um, a wing that can score. And then it's just a domino effect to see who else maybe they have to replace. But Illinois is not the only team that is going through this. Everybody's like, oh, nobody's losing as much as Illinois. Well, this is the very early stages of the transfer portal. And we've only really hinted at the transfer portal, talked about the transfer portal when it comes to college football and being the wild, wild west. Basketball is slowly changing due to this transfer portal. And it's changing because you look at a team, if you're an Illinois fan, look at look at Missouri. Missouri is full of old players that they got in the transfer portal where Illinois was a younger team. It was hard to compete with Missouri because they had an older team. Gonzaga entered transfer portal, played pretty well this year. You look at UConn, they would have gone out and gotten some transfers in the transfer portal, and look what happened. They win the NCAA tournament. Coach Underwood is used to building a team from scholarship players that he signs through them being freshmen, maybe kind of in the transfer portal. But how Coach Underwood has built the team up until this point is, I'm going to go recruit guys, and they're going to be young, and we're going to build a team, and we're going to have this continuity. We're going to have a culture. We're going to have this nice flow. We're going to have this nice mold team that we're going to build. I don't think college basketball is leaning that way anymore. You're going to have bits and pieces of those type of guys that you recruit. They're freshmen. Give them scholarships. Basketball, football, let's start with football. Football, you can do that a little bit, but you still have to go recruit. We're still going to see some effects from COVID because you're keeping some guys around. But there's so much more scholarships to fill in football that you can still go and get guys that are coming out of high school. You can go get guys still out of coming out of JUCO, but JUCO is slowly going to be is is not slowly. It is hurting due to this transfer portal because well, I don't have to go look at this guy from the from the JUCO. I can go look at the transfer portal. The transfer portal is slowly the wild, wild west mixed with this name, image, and likeness. And I want the college players to get paid. 
you do want them to have independence because they're making the universities money. But there has to be some type of clamp put on this. For example, Sky Clark transferred throughout all these high schools. That's the thing. If they're high schoolers and all they do is transfer high schools, which is mind-boggling to me, they are going to continue this in college. This is happening with college basketball teams. Coaches now have to sit here and adjust and say, how do I build a team? The instinct of probably most coaches is, I'm going to recruit. Once in a while, you're going to get a transfer. We're going to build this team, and this is how we're going to win because that's how we've always seen basketball teams. That's how I guarantee most college basketball coaches have seen or done have been a part of. Now I think they have to start to adjust and say, let's look in the transfer portal, and it's turning into almost an NBA thing where that's a free agent technically. Can we get that person to come here? And it may have to be this. Remember Coach Calipari, and he was at Memphis, he's at Kentucky. He's known for one-and-dones, and one-and-dones is because of the rules. They have to play a year of college basketball before they can enter the NBA draft. You can no longer enter the NBA draft right out of high school like you saw Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard you know, back in the day and LeBron James. Now you have to play a year of college basketball, so Coach Calipari would always have a great team because it was one-and-dones. He'd have a great team one year because he was getting freshmen that were really good. Some might stick around, but he was getting a lot of one-and-dones. Now you're seeing one-and-dones at schools. So, Coach Underwood now has to try to figure out, do I recruit and try to figure out, you know, get the best players that we can, obviously, but get them here. But also have to think in the back of the their minds, this person could leave next year out of anything. Sky Clark leaving, um, Jay Nepps leaving, R.J. Melendez leaving, uh, Miller last year. I don't know what else you would want Brad Underwood to do as we continue to talk about this portal. He he gave them playing time. He gave Corbello, for example. People are going to blame Underwood for this, that they can't handle his coaching. Coach Underwood has different styles of coaching like like we all do. You can't sit there and tell me that you, you watch Tom Izzo and he doesn't do the same thing. Watch every, and that's just an example, watch every single college basketball coach. They do exactly what Brad Underwood does, but for some reason Brad Underwood's the one that's attacked. They call him a big baby. These guys can't handle him. He doesn't know how to coach, all this stuff. What's going to start happening because these guys leaving? It's not because always the coach. What else do you want them to do? They started, got a lot of playing time. I don't know, but I think of these players for Illinois. Something has happened all the time. People forget that R.J. Melendez was suspended this year due to, you know, Coach Underwood saying broken of or violation of team rules. He sat against um, Rutgers on February 11th. Violation of team rules, according to Brad Underwood. Um, so midseason suspension. Okay. Sky Clark, um, he's just a guy that transfers all the time. So I think that was the part of that. Jay Nepps, you know, he had the concussion. He was cleared, I believe, to play, but also if Underwood really feels that he something happened there, we didn't want to play him, 
then something was going to happen there. So I think sometimes when these guys leave, maybe something happens between them. I'm not sure. But also, it, you know, for R.J. Melendez, he spent two years here. Um, points were, you know, everything was pointing towards maybe he was coming back. Maybe he felt like he needed a fresh start. Maybe he wasn't guaranteed a starting spot. That's the thing coaches are now dealing with going back to this transfer portal is if a coach isn't going to guarantee starters or starting minutes, this guy can just answer the transfer portal if he wants, talk to a different coach, and go. Maybe they feel like, okay, maybe Champaign-Urbana isn't the biggest market. Maybe if I go to the transfer portal, I'll enter a bigger market where there's more opportunity for more name, image, and likeness. All I got to do is ask a player at X, Y, and Z school, and they will tell me how much maybe they're making from said school, from other things, and maybe I can make more money there. These players are also talking to agents. They are represented by agents now, or they can go talk to an agency committee or whoever, and they can discuss what type of money they could possibly get. This is turning into, and we saw it with football, and now we're seeing it here with basketball, it's becoming like free agency. So this transfer portal is going to start being Wild Wild West. We talk about all the guys that are left in the transfer portal for football. If this continues, you're going to see the same thing for basketball. And then if they keep transferring, like I liked Andre Curbelo. I liked watching him in Illinois. I didn't want him to leave, but he left. Now he's leaving again. These are going to start showing telltale signs to coaches. Hey, this guy is not in this. He's in this for himself for some, so they won't take him. So maybe he won't go necessarily to a big-time program. Maybe he'll go to a mid-major program. Some coaches may not care. But this transfer portal is going to slowly get out of control. Now, coaches also have to adapt if this is going to be the new thing. So for like Illinois and Coach Underwood and staff, do you try to continue to build a full team like he tried to do this year or before that worked? I'm going to build this with freshmen. I'm going to go recruit high schools. I'm going to do this. I can look at JUCO. I can get a couple transfers in and try to mold the team. Or do I can't be left behind and I go and try to get these guys in the transfer portal, try to have this older team, and hopefully it works. I think you're going to – I think he has to try to figure out the right balance of doing both because when you go into the transfer portal and you're going to try to get guys and you're going to try to win now with the mentality of almost that one and done where I try to win now, you really almost have to get lucky because when you recruit, you can make a wrong decision recruiting. You can think you know how this person's going to be. You think you know how it's going to go in the future, and sometimes you're wrong. So people gave Brad Underwood a lot of flack saying, well, you put this team together. This is what happened, uh, you know, everything else. Yes, he's going to take that kind of blame. But when you're dealing with transfers, try to get them to play together. You're hoping it's going to work out. You're hoping throughout the course of the season they're going to gel and they're going to get on the same page. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Now, when you built a younger team before this transfer portal stuff started to become wild, that first year it could be rough, but you know every single person except for maybe one, maybe two due to graduation. I know they got the one transfer before, but then they have to sit a year. They're there. Now you enter the transfer portal stuff. You come together. You don't win a national title. You don't do this. You don't do whatever. They can just go the next year and you're right back where you started. I go back to 
and I'm paraphrasing. Go listen. They talked to Kirby Smart. I don't think it was this national title was the one before. Talking about how he wants to enjoy the national championship, but the very next day he has to get up and they got to talk to recruits because you got guys in the transfer portal. You got everything. These coaches and football, these big-time programs are always, always, always working. That is why you're seeing big-time salaries for head coaches and set assistants because they are constantly constantly recruiting because they always have to be on top. They have to see who's there. They have to now deal with this uh, name, image, and likeness, which, again, I am for the players being paid. Do not get it twisted. I am perfectly fine with them being paid, especially this way, where outside, you know, boosters and everything, they're going to pay them and make money, everything else. But when you don't have regulations and you don't have things going on and you have it where they can transfer whenever they damn well please, coaches have to be on top and have to do way extra work. Now, I know anybody listening, well, I would, I want to be paid three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars to do that. Absolutely. But also understand they're probably working 15, 16, 17 hours a day because they have to have, they're studying film, they're constantly talking to recruits, they're meeting with their assistant coaches, they're doing X, Y, and Z, ABC. Like, it's a lot of work, and that's why, think about the value of your time. We always, in our jobs, well, I want, I think I'm more, you know, oh, they're going to pay me this much an hour. They're going to pay me this much an hour. When you go get a raise, well, I think this is how much my time is worth. I think this is what I should be paid. It's that type of thing. So these coaches are going to be putting on a lot of pressure, and you're going to start seeing in basketball, how do we build this team? Do we build it for one and done? Do we build it up from the ground up? That is what's going on right now, and that's what you're seeing from Illinois. For Illinois, I think that's the route they're going to have to start to take. You have Sincere Harris staying, which is great. Goody, who's younger, staying, which is awesome. Coleman Hawkins to go to the NBA draft. Maybe he comes back. It'd be awesome to come back. Danger's going to stay. Um, you now have to go out and decide, do you want to recruit a guard? Do you go out to, into the transfer portal to get some guys to come here and hope that they gel and mesh together on the court? That may be the route that you have to go to now in college basketball. I still think you don't give up on building a team the entire transfer portal way, but I think you can build a team with pieces. You can have the transfer portal guys come in, but still have a couple freshmen there to learn. And if they sit for a little bit for that first year and see, and they now you have to convince them. It's every year you're trying to convince these guys to stick around. And until something is put on here, this is going to be out of control. It's either they come and they have to stay two years before they transfer, or it's they can come, they can transfer for one year, play, but if they transfer the second year, they have to sit. That might be the rule now. I'm not 100% sure, but people seem to be okay with it when they transfer. Or if they show up first two years, if your head coach leaves within those first two years before your second year is up, you can go. Something like that to put this better in control of this transfer portal before it is. It is getting out of control. But for the University of Illinois, losing RJ Melendez does stink, but he wasn't this guy that was setting the world on fire because we were expecting this big breakout sophomore year. It did not happen. We were hoping it would happen 
did not. And if he was sticking around, maybe have a big junior season. But maybe he just feels like it was time to move on, a fresh start, talking to an agent. Can he make more money somewhere? Everything like that. Everything always falls always around money. Um, I don't think these guys, some of these guys that were leaving, had this huge bad relationship with Brad Underwood because R.J. Melendez has publicly said, I respect Coach Underwood. He's given me an opportunity. You know, everything else has said nothing but good things. That's the thing is if these guys really didn't like Brad Underwood, there would be said somewhere about him. So people that say it's all because of him, everything else. This is happening in college basketball, college uh, places, you know, college teams all over the place. People are leaving because there's no – set rules or enforced rules consistently for these transfer guys. And we're setting the wrong precedent of, well, I'm just going to leave. It's turned into a free agency thing, and this is just going to continue to spiral. Um, But if Illinois can adapt and adjust, you know, adapt or die, you know, mentality and figure out how to recruit and build the team up like the other teams, mix it up. I think they'll be okay, but Coach Underwood and, and and team and company have their work cut out for them to fill a lot of these spots as we continue to see you know, this roster stuff continue to unfold and who's going to stay and who's going to go, who's going to go to the NBA draft and who's not. Um, but RJ Melendez, thank you for what you did for Illinois. Good luck to wherever you go next. Um, you know, Coach Underwood, we're still behind you. Don't you worry about that. True fans are behind you. Um that will wrap up this episode. Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. Leave a comment in the comment section down below, of course. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Make sure you check out bellyupsports.com. That's where this podcast is, can be found and sponsored by. Um, there's other podcast blogs and everything out there, everything sports-related and non-sports-related. That's bellyupsports.com. Um, it's the Belly Up Media Network, even though it's bellyupsports.com. Um, check out all the other videos. Let's try to grow this channel as much as humanly possible. Check out everything. There's a bunch of stuff. Check out the playlists, everything else. Um, So thank you guys again for watching and or listening. Um, This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.